Hello, I'm James McKinnon, your host for this special Christmas edition of Economics the Podcast. So Christmas time always reminds me of an old locomotive train called the Heathrow Creeper that runs near my hometown of Provo, Utah. Every year, hundreds of families dressed in pajamas sing carols and sip hot chocolate as they ride the Heber Creeper. It slowly makes its way up Provo Canyon on cold and snowy winter nights all throughout the month of December. It's a memorable experience for all who take the ride, but it is extremely inefficient and slow. It would be faster to drive a car up that same canyon going 45 miles an hour than it would be to take that train. It moves like a snail in comparison to the bullet trains you'd find in Japan. Those can go almost 200 miles per hour, I hear. That is a train you'd want to be riding if you were in a hurry or need to get somewhere urgently. I tell you about these two trains in order to introduce the topic of my podcast today. The trains act as a metaphor between the for-profit and non-profit sector found in the United States. For-profit ventures in progress have been dramatic and rapid. I remember when dial-up internet was all we had in my home, but today we now have a 5G data capabilities in the palm of our hands. Why don't we see the same rate of progression in nonprofit ventures seeking to combat homelessness, cure cancer, or provide clean drinking water for all today? I plan on talking about some of the economic reasons why current policies are making it this way. So firstly, there's a huge disparity between the salaries of employees for for-profit organizations and employees of non-profit organizations, specifically directors and other key employees, some, you know, would consult them CEOs. Here are two of the highest paid CEOs of the for-profit sector. The first is Hockey Tan of Broadcom. He makes approximately $103 million annually. And the second is Frank Bisognano of First Data who makes approximately $102 million annually. Now, let's compare that to the nonprofit CEOs. In first place, we have Anthony R. Tersigny of Ascension Health Alliance at $13 million, and Patrick Fry of Sutter Health in second place at $13 million as well. So once again, that's over $100 million a year in the for-profit sector compared to $13 million a year in the nonprofit sector. Well, why is this? One of the main policies that's causing this disparity is found within the IRS. They limit excess compensation to these individuals, these CEOs of nonprofit organizations. Violations can allow the IRS to revoke an organization's tax-exempt status under the private annulment rule, as well as fine millions of dollars in penalties. So the current environment is characterized by a heightened scrutiny on nonprofit compensation. The IRS has significantly increased a crackdown of these policies, and in some states, the Attorney General also has the ability to question reasonable compensation of nonprofit employees. So why does this matter? All of these individuals are being paid huge sums of money already, right? You gotta keep charity money in check, don't we? Well, let's look at it a little bit closer. Let's look at the CEO of the Coca-Cola company. He makes approximately $16 million a year. And then we have the CEO of a nonprofit company, the American Diabetes Association, who makes approximately $524,000 a year. That's a pretty big gap. Now, Coca-Cola company 
very sugary drink, leading cause of diabetes. Ah, the discrepancy is a little interesting, isn't it? So two of the main concepts involved in this issue are, first, the supply and demand. There's a limited supply of incredible minds that can innovate and overcome seemingly impossible tasks. The demand is high in all sectors of work. The lack of incentives provided to bring the best talent into the nonprofit sector aren't there. And so the supply goes, in most regards, to the for-profit sector. Second is the societal cost and benefits regarding this disparity. Public opinion does not see the societal cost of paying huge sums of money to for-profit CEOs to sell sugar water around the world and they don't understand the societal benefits or external benefits of allowing the CEO of a nonprofit organization to be paid more in order to combat diabetes more effectively. We gasp when we hear how much nonprofit CEOs are making because we think it takes from the work of the organization, but rather it takes from the progress of their organization and limits the external benefits brought by the success of those nonprofit organizations. So I propose two changes to the current policies. First would be a change to the IRS policy on salary comparison. Currently, it's required that they compare the salaries of directors within nonprofit sectors to each other to help establish this baseline salary for CEOs in the nonprofit sector. So you should be paid similarly to other CEOs in the nonprofit sector. This policy should be updated so the comparison can occur between the for-profit sector and nonprofit sector. This would encourage the same caliber of work to be found within both sectors because the recruiting would look similar and the incentives would look similar and both would look similar in terms of compensation. The nonprofit and for-profit sector CEOs would be paid similar salaries. The second would be to help change public opinion about the salary of NGO and nonprofit organization directors. There's a governing board within the organizations already set up to ensure that the amount of compensation is reasonable to their work in the realm of their organization. So why not set a high standard? Why not provide a higher salary and encourage better results and innovation? If policies change, then public opinion will follow as well. Too often talent is taken from the nonprofit sector and put into the private sector due to the incentivizing pay gap between the two. I believe that this occurs because the public won't allow for NGO and other nonprofit organizations to invest in talent, though the talent would ensure more gets done in the pursuit of bettering the world. This discrepancy is what keeps real societal change from occurring in the world. Though there continues to be progress in the nonprofit sector, because there continues to be people out there who are intrinsically motivated, too many great minds won't work in the nonprofit sector because of the huge pay difference compared to the for-profit sector. I have often questioned how we have excelled tremendously in regards to technology over the last 50 years, yet continue to find no solutions to some of the world's most pressing and lasting social issues. It seems as though the private world of technology advancement and for-profit agendas are riding first class in a Japanese bullet train, while the progress and innovation of nonprofit organizations 
trying to make the world a better place are hardly inching up the snowy, icy canyon while riding an ancient locomotive.